The subject matter contained in this presentation is based on biblical principles and designed to give you accurate and authoritative information with regard to the subject matter covered. It is provided with the understanding that neither the presenter nor the broadcaster is engaged to render legal, accounting, or other professional advice. Since your situation is fact-dependent, you may wish to additionally seek the services of an appropriately licensed legal, accounting, real estate, or investment professional. No one can serve two masters. He will either hate the one and love the other, or be devoted to one and despise the other. You cannot serve God and mammon. Therefore, I tell you, do not worry about your life, what you shall eat or drink, or about your body, what you will wear. Is not life more than food, and the body more than clothing? Look at the birds in the sky. They do not sow or reap. They gather nothing into barns, yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are not you more important than they? Can any of you by worrying add a single moment to your lifespan? Why are you anxious about clothes? Learn from the way the wildflowers grow. They do not work or spin, but I tell you that not even Solomon in all his splendor was clothed like one of them. If God so clothes the grass of the field, which grows today and is thrown into the oven tomorrow, will he not much more provide for you, O oh, you of little faith? So do not worry and say, What are we to eat? Or what shall we drink? Or what are we to wear? All these things the pagans seek. Your heavenly Father knows that you need them all. But seek first the kingdom of God and His righteousness, and all these things will be given you besides. Do not worry about tomorrow. Tomorrow will take care of itself. Sufficient for a day is its own evil. This is Medjinomics with a friend of Medjugorje. The news is the worst place to get the news. If you're one of those who go into the news and listen to what's going on, even trying to break it down, you're going to be misled. It's very obvious as time goes on, it's not of God. But the human appetite. Man's appetite wants to hear the news. Even in scriptures in Jesus' day, the apostles asked Jesus about a construction accident in which a tower being constructed collapsed. And just like today, we think about things and the people died in it, and several people did die, and the apostles asked, was it because of their sins? So any news typically alerts the ear and often brings questions. And you can say news exposes things. Just as Jesus exposed those who were the construction workers that died were not because of their sins. What is the real news today? The news is coming down from heaven. What is that lady doing? She's exposing truth to us. 
She wants us to understand that. She's revealing things to us. Our defects, our virtues, our merits. The truth about fasting. What does she reveal? What does she expose about fasting about the Catholic Church? This is back in the late 90s. She says the Catholic Church has forgotten fasting in the last quarter century. Wow. That's news. That's big things. That's something exposed. You might say, oh, yeah, I know that. But it didn't come clear till Our Lady said it to us. Before I begin this broadcast, I asked to look up the word in the messages, expose. You know how many times Our Lady said it? One time. Here we are, headed toward 39 years. The only time that I said expose was once. And I just love this. Because just asking for this message was a revelation. Because I planned to play a clip that will expose things. But the mysteries of the message is not in the words. It's in the date. November 2nd, 2016. Four days before Trump is elected. And that's what this broadcast was going to be about. To expose certain things to you that you may not know now. And it's always a joy to discover something new about the message. You could say it's just a coincidence. How would you connect November 2nd, four days before the election? Because by what she said. My children, it is a time of vigilance. What was about to happen? We were about to get rid of an antichrist, Obama. And that's not the first time I said that. I wrote that in 2012. They fired the first shot. I knew a lobbyist who went to him, Barack Obama, to lobby him in the state of Illinois. He was a supporter of our mission. He dropped by one day. I said, this guy's an antichrist. I said, what do you think? And he said to me, he is an antichrist. If you're sitting in a room with this guy, his eyes, if he comes in the room, everybody gets quiet. There's something very evil with this man. And I pinned, and they fired the first shot, that Obama would go for a third term. That third term was going to be through Hillary. When I said, my children, it is a time of vigilance in this vigil. Not out of the vigil, but in this vigil, in this time, I'm telling you this. What is she going to say to us? She says, trust. Then she says, trust again, unconditionally trust. And then she says, the united love of my apostles will live, will conquer, and will expose evil. Wow. Ali's here to change things. Whichever the way the wind blows the United States of America, the whole world goes that way. The change of the world, it can't change without the United States. And somebody had to be elected to make those changes. For us to conquer and for evil to be exposed. Well, let me just cut in there. I was the one that handed you the piece of paper with the message on, and I didn't even notice that myself until you read it. 
And knowing that that was four years ago when Our Lady said that, and it's been slowly being exposed, but it is nowhere near to being exposed. I guess this is where you're heading with this broadcast, are things that are still needing to be exposed. So I think it's really providential that Our Lady gave you that message. When you gave me the paper, did you hear me what I said? Well, when I handed it to you, I heard you say, wow. I was waiting to hear what that was about. It was the date, as soon as I saw that date. And then when I started reading the vigil, that's an action to be waiting for. Something's coming. Trump said he was going to drain the swamp. But if he tried in Washington, there's so much deep state, so many sleepers in the government throughout the bureaucracy and positions that Obama put in there for eight years, there would be no way Donald Trump could drain the swamp. I remember the last year of Obama walking by a newsstand, seeing a Muslim woman on the front of the page of the New York Times, and it said that Obama is hiring 1,000 new people for the Secret Service. They were going to put many Muslims in there. I knew this was a problem. Later, when I was going to write about it, we did research to go pull up the article. I had three or four people, and I kept going back and forth. We went to the New York Times. It was not there. It disappeared. They washed it. Why? Because Trump started exposing things and talking about the fake news. You can't find it. As much as I'm sitting here talking to you, I saw that. I read it. And I was very crystal clear. So these are the things that happen. It's not no conspiracy. It's experiences as apostle. When you go to expose things, you begin to see these things. This November 2nd, 2016 message really tells us that this nation would not exist had the person that we elected would be there. And there's strong evidence, a trail, that the military knew that there were two million plus people in the government who wanted to change and reverse the United States. You heard Obama say for eight years that the United States is in decline. Let's just try to control the decline. Why? Because he was after the one world government, an antichrist system. We know the military is to protect our homeland and our nation. And there's plenty of evidence out there, if you do research, that the military was very concerned that enemies were in our nation, and it was citizens. And that they were the impetus to convince Donald Trump to run for office. There was so much treason in Obama himself and those around him. But the military, if they did something about it, there'd be so much bloodshed against their own citizens that it would be massacres. So there's only one way to fix it. It's to slowly drain the swamp. And we've heard things for almost four years now. And everything is calculated in what Trump's doing. People think, why does he do this? Because he doesn't have the power to do it. He's too surrounded by implants everywhere. And you see that they've been stopping him for three and a half years constantly. And it's not China. 
It's not Russia. It's people in the government. It's the Democrats. Bad-willed people. So, you know, we follow the big Q, the queen of peace. Big Q, little Q, exposed several things about Donald Trump and Our Lady and Ali's actions. The other morning I went into shipping and our conveyor, many of the trays there still had Big Q, little Q in it. One had 25 books of Big Q, little Q. It's still going out. I don't want to go too much in a queue, but those who follow us, those who follow Our Lady, there's intel from Our Lady, Big Q, coming from heaven, and there's intel, many intelligence, coming from Little Q, dropping things, showing exposing evil. And that phrase, if you're objecting to me, I'm using it to annihilate your objection that this is conspiracy. So we're going to play a clip who is explaining Little Q and why Trump has not acted and why he can't act, but we're on the verge of all that happening right now. For the next 20 minutes, you'll hear for the last three years going from one thing to the next, one thing to the next, and you can put this together so that you can understand the lingo. Patriots, when he's referring to patriots, is really the military and, of course, those who, in our heart, would be aligned with that. And it's news that's not coming from the news. Because of what I said in the beginning, the news is the worst place to get the news. You have to do research. And if you wonder or you doubt this, you do your own research, what you're about to hear. Let's take a moment and let's go to a high-level view of the Patriots' plan so we understand what Trump and the Patriots have been doing here. Now, we know that Q gave us this great documentary called Out of Shadows. And at the end of this documentary, there was a tagline. It says, the truth is learned, never told. Now, Trump, when he became president, he wasn't just going to come out and say, listen, I'm going to tell you the truth. It wouldn't work. I know people think it would. He was not in control. He did not have the power behind him. It would have never worked. It would have created chaos. The deep state, certain factions, they were in power at that time. And I want to go back to the movie V for Vendetta. There's a line in there, and I'm going to use it to kick this whole thing off. If you see what I see, if you feel as I feel, and if you would seek as I seek, then I ask you to picture the plan as I explain it. 2016, Trump is elected. Trump removes the TPP, goes after NAFTA. It was tied up in Congress, so he had to renegotiate it into the USMCA. Brings auto part manufacturing back to the U.S., higher wages, makes a North American manufacturing powerhouse to compete with China. Should he make the arrest now? No. The blocks are still in place. Does Trump have a distinct advantage over others? Is this the opportunity to play the Trump card? No. Trump starts calling out the fake news, letting people know that the mainstream media doesn't tell the truth. The deep state introduces the Steele dossier. The blocks are still in place. Is this the right time to arrest people? 
Will people understand? No. Does he have the advantage over others? No. The deep state, the corrupt politicians, the mainstream media, they push Mueller on Trump to investigate. Is this the right time to arrest people? It will look like a political hit if he does. This is not the right time. He doesn't have the advantages. Too many blocks in place. What are these blocks? Federal judges, FBI agents, CIA, the central bank. It's not time. Does Trump have a distinct advantage over others? No, he doesn't. He needs to tell the people and show them what's been going on. Now, during the Mueller investigation, Mueller never tried ever anyone for Russian collusion. Instead, it was about lying. Now, once again, the mainstream media, Brennan Schiff, they were all saying that big indictments were coming. Trump's going down. The mainstream media continually repeated this over and over and over. Does Trump have the distinct advantage over others? Is this the time to play the Trump card? Is it time to make arrests? Would it work? No. During this time, Trump closes down the border. He shuts down the deep state funding the illegals, their cartel, their muscle. He starts building a wall. He needed to do this because he needed to remove that block. He uses a national emergency to build a wall. Congress can't stop him. The deep state can't stop him. During this time, Trump makes peace with North Korea. Start to renegotiate trade deals with the world. Place sanctions on China. Starts pointing everyone towards China and away from Russia. Is this the right time to make arrests? No. He did remove the North Korean bloc. He started new trade deals. Does he have the upper hand? No, he's under investigation. The mainstream media still has power. He hasn't removed everyone he needed to remove. He doesn't have the upper hand. After two and a half years, the Mueller report comes out. No obstruction, no Russian collusion. The mainstream media, completely wrong. People see this now. Their ratings go down. Is this the right time to arrest? No, blocks still in place. How about all the federal judges? Does he have the ultimate power? Does he have the distinct advantage over others? Is this the opportune time to play the trump card? Have people learned enough? Because the truth is learned, not told. No, not yet. Trump starts to remove many of the blocks. He did this during and after the Mueller report. Is this the right time to make arrests? No. Why? Because the mainstream media, they're still pushing. The deep state, they are still pushing. And he needs certain things in place to make sure he gets them all. There's only one shot at this. During this time, Trump continues to replace the federal judges around the country. He's using this time to set everything up. During the UN meeting, he lets the globalists, hey, there is no future for you. During this period, Trump has made the economy look incredible, used all the central, central bank resources against them, pointed out that the Fed has no idea what they're doing. 
continually hits the Fed over and over. Lower the rates, lower the rates. We need stimulus. Remember, the deep state had a different plan. They wanted to raise the rates. They wanted to contract to crash the economy. The mainstream media pushed for a recession over and over. They couldn't get it. Then the deep state, they moved to their next plan. Does Trump have the distinct advantage over others? Is this the opportune time to play the Trump card? No. People are still, still learning the truth. The deep state used his call with Ukraine to trap Trump. They went out of their way to change the whistleblower form, to allow hearsay. They wouldn't let anyone speak of the whistleblower. They had the hearings in the basement, closed doors. Trump could not defend himself. And Trump then did the unexpected. He was completely transparent and released his call which countered everything the whistleblower said. What do you think the people just learned right there and then? They learned a lot. He didn't have due process. They were lying. Does Trump have the distinct advantage over others? Is this the opportune time to play the Trump card? No. People are still learning. You can't tell the people the truth. They have to discover it themselves. During the Mueller investigation, the impeachment, Trump prepared the economy, pumped it up as high as he possibly could, using the central bank weapons against them, walked across the DMZ in North Korea, made the phase one trade deal. Does Trump have the distinct advantage? No, he doesn't. Not yet. The deep state, the D's, they move forward with the impeachment. No crime, no evidence. Interviews were done behind closed doors. He didn't get due process. Does Trump have the distinct advantage over others? No. Does the Is this the opportune time to play the Trump card? No. Pelosi delayed the impeachment until January 15th. The deep state prepared the pandemic fear chaos push with the mainstream media. Trump, the patriots, they knew the playbook. They knew this was coming. They needed this. Why? To turn the economy. To remove certain powers. The impeachment hearing started. Trump and his legal team, all throughout the impeachment process, edu educated the people on Ukraine corruption, Biden. They repeated it over and over and over, making people question it. And they were. Trump was then vindicated. The impeachment failed. But then we were in a pandemic. Does Trump have the distinct advantage over others? Is this the opportune time to play the Trump card? No. More blocks needed to be removed. Trump brings in Grinnell and others. He removed ambassadors, National Security Council. They're doing a sweep of the swamp. They're draining it. Then we have this pandemic. A huge push by the mainstream media deep state. They, the, the Patriots already knew the playbook. They tried to crash the economy. They tried to make Trump look like a dictator. The deep state storm hits. Country is closed down. The mainstream media pushes fear, panic. Trump's not doing enough. He must do more. And during this period, Trump takes control. He puts deep state Fauci in front for optics. He mentions hydroxychloroquine 
He knows it's the cure. The mainstream media goes crazy. Big Pharma goes crazy. Corrupt politicians go crazy. How dare he mention this drug? Trump then declares a national emergency. States start to push lockdowns. They infringe on people's rights. People are taking notice. Trump has pressers around 6 o'clock. He educates the people on the economy. He exposes the fake news over and over and over. He builds hospitals, brings in hospital ships. He has factories build ventilators. He has AG Barr come out and say, anyone hoarding, you're going to get a knock on your door. All of a sudden, millions of masks appear. The deep state, they were hiding them to create panic that we didn't have enough. Does Trump have the distinct advantage over others? Is this the opportune time? No, we're in a global pandemic. He's battling this pandemic. This is not the opportune time yet. So Trump, he continually educates the people. And during the pandemic, Trump launches the enhanced narcotics mission to remove the power structure of the deep state. They use cartels, drugs, gangs. They're also looking for other illicit trafficking. He mentions a lady that they rescued from Honduras. And General Milley led that mission. No one knew that there was a mission going on like this. During the pandemic, Trump then nationalizes the Fed. He brings it into the Treasury. And now... He controls the Fed. He cuts the lifeline to the other central banks off. Black sites around the world are being removed. All the states have now signed the emergency declaration. We're under a national emergency. The Defense Production Act has been signed. It's active. And all the states have, and territories have signed on. A.G. Barr fills people in on the investigations. Footnotes are declassified. Durham unseals indictments. Does Trump have the power now? Yeah, he does. There was a time that Trump told us why he had to do it this way. Take a listen. He's not talking about a virus. He's not talking about a global pandemic. Listen to what he says very carefully. If we did it a different way, because we had a maximum of 2.2 million people, who knows even if that's right. But the way I look at it, if you cut it in half and cut it in half again, it's five or 600,000. That's what we lost in the Civil War. It's not acceptable. So we couldn't have done it, you know, to bowl through as we call it, to bowl through it. He's letting you know, if it wasn't done this way, millions of people would have died. Think about the global pandemic. He removed all targets from the deep state. This brings me to post 3952. This is a retweet from the Trump train. Trump retweeted this. This is everyone behind bars except Brennan. Brennan was added later. And it says, now that Russia collusion is a proven lie, when do the trials for treason begin? Q put this out there and this picture the name is five four three two one 
So Trump retweeted this. Q is posting this. Now, very interestingly, US, uh, former U.S. Attorney Joe D. he was talking about Durham's case that he started bringing witnesses under oath in front of grand jury. And according to Joe, Durham is investigating John Brennan. Take a listen to what Joe D. says. What the, the Attorney General was saying after saying that Crossfire Hurricane was one of the greatest tra travesties in American history and that he's deeply disturbed about what the evidence that he has seen, I think it's pretty clear that John Brennan, if he doesn't have a lawyer now, uh, then he better get one because the indictments are coming, as we have discussed on... And then we move on to post 3953. This is the Punisher. And Q gave us a Twitter link. M. Revere USA. And it says, At Sean Hannity is rocking the Punisher lapel pin on the right. Five by five, pain coming. Durham is the Punisher. And gives us a picture of X-ray of John Durham. It's the Punisher next to John Durham. John Durham is the Punisher. He's not issuing a report. He's bringing indictments. Does Trump have the power? Did he replace the federal judges? Does he have full control of the country? When do you play the Trump card? I do believe it's coming. And Trump, he retweeted Sean Hannity. And in this tweet, Hannity is wearing the Punisher pin. Post 3954, Q gives us the Democrat Party and mainstream media. Shows all the relationships of the Obama administration and those that work in media. Susan Rice, Obama administration, is married to Ian Cameron of ABC News. Ben Rhodes, Obama administration. His brother is David Rhodes, CBS News. Liz Sherwood, Obama administration. Married to Ben Sherwood, ABC News. And this goes on and on and on. One big happy family. Under this it says missing 29 connections national. Missing 98 connections local. Now, we know that Clinton, Pelosi, and the rest, they're in bed with the mainstream media. They push propaganda. And the mainstream media, they are complicit in trying to overthrow a government. Remember 18 U.S. Code 2385? Whoever with intent to cause the overthrow or destruction of any such government, prints, publishes, edits, issues, circulates, sells, distributes, or publicly displays any written or printed matter advocating, advising, or teaching the duty, necessity, desirability, or propriety of overthrowing or destroying any government in the United States by force or violence or attempts or to do so or, and it goes on and on and on, that they can be imprisoned or fined. I think Chris Cuomo realizes that it's game over. Alex Salvi tweeted this out. CNN anchor Chris Cuomo says his COVID diagnosis has made him rethink his career. I don't like what I do professionally. I decided I don't value indulging irrationality, hyper-partisanship, and I don't think it's worth my time anymore. Everyone is reevaluating where they stand because they know what's coming. Then we move to post 3955. Q gives us a Twitter link. Everything QAnon. Now, 
This is a video of Rocky. This is the Rocky One movie where he's running through the streets of Philadelphia to the song Getting Stronger Now. And this individual replaced Rocky's face with Trump's face. And this reminds me of a tweet from Trump when he retweeted the picture of his face on Rocky Balboa's body, which means it's the 15th round. It's time. Then we move to post 3956. Q gives us an older post of 694, and it says, what if cures already exist? So Q notes that cures for diseases are sometimes concealed because it's more profitable when the big farmer continually treats you over time instead of giving you one cure. That's not profitable. Q gives us a Twitter link to Earth Pupil and it says, now he's letting her be seen by the White House doctor about her Lyme disease. Lots of controversy over where the disease came from. Can you imagine if she is given the proper meds to cure it after she had it since she's five years old? Q says hydroxychloroquine plus and I believe that's other drugs, saying that it's a lot cheaper and this is the cure. And I do believe that this drug cures a lot more than they're telling us. Post 3957. Think 2020 underscore P election plus one. Removal, blackout is in brackets bold, coming of pro POTUS accounts, which means that since this global pandemic didn't work and everything that they're trying doesn't work, they're going to use every dirty trick in the book. And it says, win by any means necessary. All assets will be deployed this election. Sleepers pro-Trump will now shift position to that they're no longer pro-Trump. They're naysayers. And under this, it says Paul Ryan underscore Fox. So former House Speaker Paul Ryan he wants to use his position on Fox to do something about Trump. So those people that have been supporting Trump, they're sleepers, they're going to all of a sudden turn on Trump. Those people that are continually tweeting out, putting out videos, they're on Facebook, it seems that the blackout is coming. Shutdown is coming. Now, I put out a tweet saying, if anything has shut down, I am on Gab. I am on BitChute, and you can come to the website, x22reboard.com. That is if any of my channels or Twitter account is taken down. Then we move on to post 3958, and it says, Information Warfare. I do believe that the deep state, the Ds, they know they are done for. They're going to use everything they possibly can to shake things up. Who holds all the power now? Who holds the trump card? Who's weak right now? The D's and the deep state. They're completely exposed. Now, very interestingly, Trump tweeted this out. U.S. Coast Guard International Partners sees 1,700 pounds of cocaine off Central America coast. Trump responded to this and said, My administration is committed to protecting the homeland from the scourge of narco-terrorists and traffickers seeking to destabilize the United States and our hemisphere. Our military deployments in the Caribbean and Eastern Pacific will endure until these threats are neutralized. Think about what the framers of the Constitution feared the most. 
that whenever any form of government becomes destructive of these ends, it is the right of the people to alter or to abolish it and to institute new government, laying its foundation on such principles and organizing its powers in such form, as to them shall seem likely to affect their safety and happiness. But when a long train of abuses and usurpations pursuing invariably the same object evinces a design to reduce them under absolute despotism, it is their right, it is their duty to throw off such government and to provide new guards for the future security. We the people are now in control. We the people are the revolution. We the people are going to remove the infiltration that has been occurring, the evil that has been occurring in this country. This is the time. And Trump has the Trump card. Does Trump have distinct advantage over others? Is this the opportune time to play the Trump card? Have people learned the truth? I do believe Trump, throughout everything that he's done, he set it up so he would have this power. Total control. And they fired the first shot. I talked about this years ago, that there's going to come a point where these people, usurpers, that the closer they got to their plan, the more naked they would become. In other words, they would be exposed. And we see it now. And once you got in that phase, I wrote that they're going to have to go as fast as they can to destroy everything. Because they know there's a point they would be recognized for what they are. And we're in that phase. Nobody could imagine that back in 2012. But that's exactly what's taking place now. There's nobody in the Medjugorje world would introduce you to Q in these things. I'm not doing it because it's interesting. I'm doing it because I already said that this is a time of vigilance. In this vigil, I'm calling you to prayer, love, and trust. The united love of my apostles will live, will conquer, and will expose evil. You just got a lot of exposure to many things that you just heard. This is my third time to hear this. There's things I heard the second time I didn't hear the first time. And the third time, I heard more. I recommend for you to re-listen to this clip. Because there's one thing our messages teach us. Our ladies here to show us to learn truth. The church can tell us truth all day long. But people have to learn truth. That's what our ladies here for these 39 years this June. That we learn the truth. And to our European brothers, I recommend you to listen to this several times to understand what's happening in this country that can help change your nations. That's pretty amazing. Coming to this point in history, I've been with you for 30 years myself in this mission, plodding along, seeing what Our Lady has inspired in you, and seeing the need of this nation's return to God. And no one can know the mind of God and what He will do to bring about the results he's after. I remember when, from the very beginning, when you heard Trump, long before he became the Republican nomination, you knew this was the man God was going to send to be that wrecking ball that was necessary. 
But what's amazing to me about just the whole Q movement, and that's just something, again, that I've learned from you, is this pattern of Our Lady. This is such a parallel of Our Lady's plans because right now in the Q movement, all of these anonymous people are out there saying, this is it. This is our time. We have to get to our families now. We have to expose them to this. They're not going to accept us, but we have to do it because they have to know what's coming. And so many, many, many people are out there trying to get exposure to Q and their families, their friends, their co-workers. It's such a parallel to what we are supposed to be doing in bringing Our Lady, the big Q, to people. And I wonder sometimes if they're doing a better job than what we, who are serving the Queen of Peace, doing in bringing her into the consciousness of our families, of our friends, because it's just too uncomfortable or we don't want that rejection. And these people doing it on a secular level are very inspiring in a lot of cases. But you have been that voice through all of these years, friend of Medjugorje, in giving the courage, the strength, and the conviction of heart to ask, what are we waiting for? I know that with Patriotic Rosary, we are coming to a point where Things are going to be getting closer and closer to the election in November, and I think there's still a fight ahead of us. So the Caritas community will be climbing the cross and doing the Patriotic Rosary up at the cross this Saturday. We still can't invite anyone here, but we're hoping next month that we will be open to having people come and have you join us for the Patriotic Rosary here. In the meantime, everyone should be taking this seriously, this prayer, and joining us with this patriotic rosary for full victory for Our Lady, for the soul of America. We'll end with a clip that will give more revelation that God picks not what man thinks who should be chosen, but many times the unlikely. Joseph, who became a pharaoh, was sold into slavery, was not likely. Peter, a out of the twelve, was not likely to be picked, but he was. David, of all his brothers, was the least choice. You can go through our history. This is how God works. After you're hearing this, you'll see where God's hand is in this November 2nd, 2016 message to be in vigil what was coming. There was a great revival in the Hebrides in the early 1900s began to move moved up to the pleading for it into the 40s maybe we could say it topped out in the early 50s two old women one was 84 years old and one was 82 years old one was blind and one was humped over so badly with spinal stenosis, just, just arched over. But they had passion for revival. They wanted God to work. This, this is what happened. They couldn't even get out to the church to pray. They couldn't even get out to the church to worship. Their house became a place to meet. People came in. They got so passionate about revival coming to the, their isle, the Isle of Lewis. They got so passionate about it. 
They confronted the preacher and wanted to know if he was thoroughly right with God. <laughs> and they prayed and prayed and prayed. And they'd seen the Lord, they said, with the church filled up. And God blessing a great overflow. And the fire of God struck. That tiny little obscure place off the coast of Scotland. And when it happened, there was a young teenage boy that got saved in it. His name was Donald. And the preacher became so dependent upon Donald and so close to Donald, he would ask him to lead in public prayers and help him with the meetings, and he did. Oh, how God worked. People began to hear about it, and the revival fire spread. It spread. And God blessed in a, in a great way. Those two old women, the people, kind of people, people don't want in their church anymore. And from that same island, there was a, a young girl who was a cousin to Donald Smith, who immigrated to America. Her name was Marianne Smith McLeod. She came to America and in 1936. She met a man named Fred, and they were married. They fell in love. They were married. God blessed in a great way. And those old women were her aunts. And they came out of that fiery revival, that fiery revival. They really experienced revival. And they sent a Bible, a copy of the Word of God that had been used in a special way in that revival to Marianne. She started having children. I think it was 1937, she had her first child. They named him after his father, Fred. Then she had her second child, named after herself, Marianne. Then she had her third child, Elizabeth. Then she had her fourth child. And she was so impacted by this teenage boy God had used in that revival of the Hebrides. She named him Donald. And she gave him that Bible, that Hebrides Revival Bible. He was born in 1946. He's now the 45th president of the United States. And that Revival Bible is in the Oval Office. I'm saying to you, I don't know how, why, I don't know how it all comes together. But I, but I believe God is putting some things together to give us just a window, just a window. If he, if he could find some open people who know what the wind is for. Can this be the time the wind is open? Providentially, God has prepared the moment and we will become the people of prayer. Pleading with God, this is a plea. Will thou not revive us again? Will you, will you, will you be a part of that? Will you? How does somebody who's not even aware of the Virgin Mary is appearing can say such a thing and see what many of us who follow who do not? We're in vigil 
We heard it from heaven. We don't have to face it. We have a mighty God saying, we will conquer and we will expose good. And that's how we expose evil. We contradict it. We contrast what it is. We love. We trust. We belong to BQ. Wish you a lady. We love you. Good night. The subject matter contained in this presentation is based on biblical principles and designed to give you accurate and authoritative information with regard to the subject matter covered. It is provided with the understanding that neither the presenter nor the broadcaster is engaged to render legal, accounting, or other professional advice. Since your situation is fact-dependent, you may wish to additionally seek the services of an appropriately licensed legal, accounting, real estate, or investment professional. This ends the Medjinomics broadcast with a friend of Medjugorje. These broadcasts are available as CDs, which are sent directly to your doorstep on a monthly subscription. For information, contact Caritas in the U.S. at 205-672-2000.